Hello everyone and welcome to Thoughts, Feelings, Emotions and all the other crap that people experience. I am your host, Daniel Frankham, joined by our illustrious guest of the day. Uh, Dan Weller. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's I, don't gonna, I didn't expect that to happen. You d- How do you not expect that to happen? <laughs> the weird way of introducing me. Whatever, let's just get into the it the first segment of today. Why does this exist, Dan? Why does uh, this exist? So we're starting off with the uh, Amazon Ring flying security drone that follows you around the house. Yeah. Which is a very uh, bizarre contraption. So the idea of it is uh, there'd be another sensor somewhere and it would detect when someone enters the house and then it will send a notification to the user's phone and then the user will be able to control the ga- the camera from the phone uh, and, and also, fly around the house. And also it can do preset routes so you don't have to fly it, it will just fly automatically. Yeah, which is really creepy because well, you also could just... Incredibly cool. It's really cool and also pointless because a burglar could just Smack it down. <laughs> yeah, but it's also recording at the same time. So yeah, but you know, oh yeah, how many burglars don't cover their face? <laughs> if they're gonna nick you, go in your house and nick something, most of them cover their face. If they don't, they're idiots, and yeah. it deserves to be caught. True, but I think this is from at least a standpoint from Amazon's uh, view. It's basically a two hundred and something pound or dollar. It's two hundred fifty dollars, one hundred ninety-two pounds. Yeah, uh, but it's doing the job of all the cameras that you would slap in your house so every room in your house you don't have to put a camera in you can just have this one camera that flies around and does everything for you i mean that is true um it also is only available in the u.s for now yeah that's a lot of things sadly um and there's a lot of privacy concerns about this because you could just put one in someone's house and then just fly around the house and because it's streaming to your phone constantly so you can just get wherever you need and then go and then they would have no idea where it come from. I mean, yeah. if, someone, if someone could hack into that, that's a lot of... But I mean, I think about it, it's like a whole house. I mean, currently there are drones that people already own. I, for instance, already own a drone, but mine's quite big and you could see it. But still, I can just go around flying and if I wanted to, I could fly it over into someone's garden, smash through a window if I wanted to and fly a shitty drone into their building. So it's, it's already a concern. But Well, Ring is like a very big company in the security market. They own 28% of the market share for smart doorbells, well, which yeah. is the largest more than any other company. Well, yeah, because it's the owned ne- by Amazon. <laughs> yeah, well, the next biggest one's Nest, which is by Google, yeah. which is 11.5%. Mm. And then it's Xiaomi and then follows on after that. Right. Yeah, it's just very disturbing now. Yeah, yeah, it is a... It's, it's certainly an interesting thing to debut because I, I generally am curious to see because it is cool. It's just the design of it. The design's really weird. Oh, I like it's a design. square it's a square box with a stick at the bottom of it. <laughs> and it just flies about everywhere. And of course it's got a charging dock as well. Yeah. So when you're not using it, it'll go back into a stock charge up again. Yeah. So that's that's basically the point. It's meant to be as discreet as possible. And then yeah. it's this tiny little thing that's just got basically uh, the fat, uh, the wings and the fans and shit, or whatever it is, uh, yeah, and then just, you're just a little burglar. Just the camera that streams. So yeah, you, your burglar just walks in. I see a box, and you just walk past it, and then you turn around, and drones just following you everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, it's basically just so because a lot of the time you just don't know that you've got anything, and you don't, and it's also you're limited to the room that you have a camera in. Because I have a camera in my room, but if, if someone 
broke into the other rooms of this house and never entered this one, you wouldn't know. So. I think one of the most funny things was the trailer for it. And for the trailer, they had a burglar enter the house, and then the, oh, the drone yeah. popped up. And then the, the guy just ran away yeah, from it. Yeah. <laughs> the burglar's not doing that. I, I guarantee you, though, people will add modifications to it if they could. Yeah. Where they, like, it's a, if it's in America and you could get it so that it had a little grabber claw or something and could pick up a gun, people would make it so it would pick up a gun. It's only about time it does on Pornhub, let's be honest. Wait, what? Well, I just want just flying a drone on someone's house. <laughs> Did you say on Pornhub? Yeah, I just start recording it to that. I can see it happening. Okay. You... Can you not see it happening? No. The world I, can, up, I can see it that someone tries to bring uh, like an affair or something home and then the drone picks up and... Oh, okay. I, uh, yeah. But even Pornhub still. <laughs> Never know. I mean, I don't think... It's spiteful. Yes. This was... I, I, I reckon this it's going to happen. I was expecting it to go to be totally honest. Um... Should we and the other to the next yeah, the other interesting topic for why does this exist is uh, the new Google feature of uh, hold for me. So the idea of it um, you'll be put on hold by some other random company and instead of listening to lobby music, Google will automatically detect that you've been put on hold and it will notify you when you're no longer on hold. Yeah, I like that. I don't know how many people would use it, but I, I can I can see the application for it. Mm. I mean, it's very annoying just to, to wait all the time. Things you still have, to have your phone next to you. Uh, I think the only they, thing is you don't I, have that music. I think if you have their nests and uh, their um, home bundle things, you can get the home thing to actually tell you that it's of you're off hold. So if you're in another room and you don't have your phone, but you're in the room with your home device, it will notify you that way as well. It'd be useful, but still a bit of a weird thing to weird thing to exist. Yeah, but I think it's also so that you don't you can close down the uh, window and on your phone and actually just do other things on your phone at that time rather yeah. than having to have it open all the time or put yourself on speaker so that you just have the uh, background music that's annoying as hell. Yeah, with the terrible speakers of a smartphone. It sounds even worse. Depends on the smartphone. I suppose actually it's more to do with the um, compression rate in it, of course. Well, it's just they have shitty music most of the time. <laughs> that's why. Most of the time it's just shitty music. Yeah. Anyway, on to the next section, headliners. So this is the section where we're going to discuss um, just the weekly headlines, the generic thing. And the first one is uh, the Minecraft is joining Super Smash Bros. on Nintendo. Yes. So Minecraft has now got a partnership with Nintendo, and they're adding in four characters to Super Smash Bros., being Steve, Alex, which are the two uh, character models, and then a zombie and an Enderman they can play as. Yep. Um, one of the most interesting things I saw in the trailer, though, was the Enderman was the same height as everything else, which in the actual Zombies game, like Enderman's like really tall, so it was really strange to, to view <laughs> what was happening. Yeah. But each of the characters will have their own special abilities, like Steve can put down a massive piston that just pushes everything off the map, uh, and there's also uh, Minecraft-themed maps that are all coming into Super Smash Bros. as well. Yeah, I, I always thought this was going to be inevitable, that Minecraft would inevitably just go into Super Smash Bros. I, I didn't think it would look well. I, I mean, I don't have any interest in this, to be honest, because I'm not a Nintendo person and I'm not a Minecraft person. But I guess for both of those groups of people, this is quite a good thing. I think it's kind of a big unexpected thing. I didn't expect it to happen. It's very strange that this just happened. <laughs> I think about it. Well, Microsoft's... Uh, uh, Minecraft is all owned by Microsoft. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of odd for it to be into Super Smash Bros. which is a Nintendo company on their rivals. No. They could have instead put Minecraft into something a bit more that Microsoft owns. Nah, because I think this is... Cause Super Smash Bros. has got loads of other um, people's properties in it. It's got Pac-Man, 
It's got Sonic and stuff. It's got there's bunch of stuff. There's like Solid Snake, which is like mainly known as a PlayStation game. It was it's there's loads of there's the Soul Calibur games. There's all of these um, other ones like Super Smash Bros. Does have a tendency to bring in like um the characters from undertale like sans is a skin i think in the game uh there's a bunch of um characters and stuff that you wouldn't think would be in it but are in it uh that aren't owned by uh, nintendo outright but they do have now and again they do allow other companies to put their things in yeah i mean as i kind of want to play it i don't know why i'm not even a big minecraft fan but i for some reason, I really want to play it. Well, they're, they're all right. When I had a Wii, the uh, Super Smash Bros. game on that was quite fun. But I wouldn't go out and buy a Nintendo Switch just to play a Minecraft game. Uh, Minecraft character in it, to be honest. So, apparently the chief creative officer has quoted, bringing Minecraft to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is a result of an amazing collaboration with Nintendo. Um, as fans of the series and avid players of our studios, we couldn't be more excited to see Minecraft join Smash already legendary lineup of characters. Mm, but the most important thing, Dan, that we're forgetting is no Waluigi. They still no. haven't put Waluigi in a Super Smash Bros. game. Except as a trophy. <laughs> That's so sad. And the internet will riot. <laughs> they put a piranha plant in Super Smash Bros, but they haven't put Waluigi. <laughs> like the week before. The week before the game ends. Oh, we had it now. No, they'll just never put him in. I just nah. don't know. For some odd reason, <laughs> Waluigi has this massive fan following. Remember <laughs> a minute. Yeah. Um, so, carrying on. So, topic of games. Uh... The Spider-Man remaster has got a lot of news this week. See, what did you think of that? Because what what do you think of the new face design? I, I don't understand. How have they done that? Well, like, you know, I read somewhere that they want it more to look like Tom Holland, but no, it doesn't. No, they don't. They didn't want it to look like Tom Holland. They basically, I think, from what I read, they changed the design so that it better facial captured the guy whose voice it is because the voice actor isn't the person whose face they modeled it off of so they got someone who looked similar to look the voice the actual animation these like face tracking and everything suited the voice better from what i was reading so they got a different person publish an update i think i published an update the original game so it changes the model of that one i think i don't know if it's only the remaster one though because if it's only the remaster and the original is going to stay the same i think it's even more weird yeah like you've just had like it, it, it looks at like two different characters he also looks younger so in the original spider-man game um he, peter parker is actually quite old i think he's like 20 he's found his 20s when the normal spider-man in the comics is in his Teen. uh, teens in yeah. high school um but this peter parker's got an internship with um dr octopus i can't remember his actual normal name i think it's dr octopus or dr Oc, whatever it is dr octavius yeah dr octavius has it yeah so he's got an internship with him and he's working for him and then Otto octavius i'm sorry I'm yeah just, i'm just trying to remember what the name was Oc, Oc. it's a cool game don't get me wrong but i don't understand how he can look younger like in that remaster he looks like 19 years old mm, i don't know i don't hate the new face but I don't. I also didn't love the original face. To be honest, no. I I always thought the original face looked too uncanny valley to me. Yeah. Whereas this new one looks still uncanny valley, but looks like an actual sort of face to me. To be honest, I'm just gonna get the picture up on my screen so I can just remember what it looks like. Uh, um, I think the other thing to note is that the shadowing looks a lot better on the remaster. Oh yeah, and because it's got um all of the ray tracing and everything as well. So. It's like a, a sign to come in it. And the other sort of topic of the uh, remaster is the upgrade bundles. Did you so, just hair as well? So the normal upgrade, um, if you have the original game, you have to pay £20 
to upgrade it to the PS5. But if you buy the Spider-Man 2 Miles Morales game, uh, and you buy the Ultimate Edition, you get the original one for free. Yeah. Which is a bit of a con, <laughs> really. Um... I don't know. I I think if you're gonna if you already bought it, I think it's kind of a shitty thing to do. But I haven't bought it, so I don't. It's not a problem for me. <laughs> the only thing is, if it's remastered and they've redone the textures in the whole game and they put ray tracing to the whole game, then I can understand that mm. because that does take a lot of work and a lot of effort. So I can justify that. Yeah. Um, but if they, for the most part, they haven't, and they've just put the exact same game into the PS5. They then you shouldn't. They have got ray tracing and shit. The new, well, yeah, because I think you can tell in the face. At least I hope that's ray tracing. I, I haven't read anything about them putting ray tracing in the game. No, they do have ray tracing. There's, um, I'm pretty sure they have ray tracing in it because I think PS uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales has ray tracing in it, and I think they, I think they originally wanted the PS4 version to have ray tracing, but the PS4 couldn't do it. So. PS4 is never going to do ray tracing. <laughs> well, it would do it poorly. It would break the game a lot. But well, the hardware in that is like seven years old. It's only the new graphics cards can do it. Well, you could potentially almost do it with a PS4 Pro. You probably get about ten frames per second. Yeah, which is why the new one, if they're I pretty sure they're putting ray tracing in let me just find out yeah uh yeah the according to digital foundry ray tracing analysis so yeah they i I don't know if it's full ray tracing but they they do have ray tracing in the remaster version right uh are they not just porting over the original copy then can you not just play the original on ps5 i'm not i Sony's been really weird about it. Um, so I, I think if you wanted to, you could put in the disc, but I don't think you'd get any of the benefits of a PlayStation 5, is what I... I think you're not getting the benefits, but you call these PS4 games on digital or disc, and buying the PS5, ideally you want to get rid of your PS4. Now you can get maybe get a few quid for that or whatever, from sex or sex. wherever you want to get it from. CEO, not sex. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's fair. But things, you, know, you want to put all those games onto your PS5 so you can get rid of it. To, to forget about it. That's the idea behind having this, um, bring these games of the new gen. Like you, most people don't want to bring games of the new gen for it to look better. It's to actually just get rid of the last console. Mm. So you don't need to have two consoles. Like you get rid of the effort of having to switch between consoles. Yeah, I mean. So to, to say you can't have the original and you've got to buy the remaster is a bit of a shitty thing to do, really. Yeah, but I think people will just buy the Spider-Man bundle, any- the Miles yeah. Morales bundle anyway, and then just not have to pay. Because if you don't buy the bundle, then what's the point, really? And you can just sell your game for money anyway. Well, unless you want digital, you can't sell it. Well, I don't, I don't know, to be honest. But yeah. Well, it's, other game news. Um, the new Zombies trailer just released. Yep. Um, and it looks like a complete overhaul of the game mode, which I think is brilliant. So I know you don't normally play Zombies. No. Nope. Anything about it? I don't know much or anything about zombies. I don't tend to play. I the I stopped playing after basically World War. <laughs> the very beginning. Yep. Would you mean World at War, World War Two? Just the first one. World, World at War. World yeah. at War. Um, so they made a big list of sort of new changes that they've added to it. Um, so it's now got crossplay, cross gen, uh, cross progression, battle pass progression, upgradable perks, gunsmith loadouts, weapon rarities, field upgrades, support weapons, optional exfil, intel tracking. And free post-launch content, which means all maps are going to be free afterwards, which I think is brilliant. And on top of that, they've got rid of the perk limit. So previously, uh, you had perk limit of four perks, and you had to choose. Um, however, Treyarch noticed that pretty much everyone always buys the same four perks, which being most time the original ones of um, Juggernaut, Speed Cola, and Double Tap. And then the fourth one was usually optional. So in Black Ops 4, they actually got rid of those three perks. So people would get to start... Um, changing up a little bit so they can get different uh, combinations but then that caused massive outcry 
in yeah, the I was, zombies community. I was going to say, what's the difference from this one, like in terms of all of those things that you just stated? What are the differences between the last zombies? Yeah, so Black Ops 4, they removed they said, the big three perks of Juggernaut, Double Tap, and Speed Cola, and they sort of add them in different ways. Um, so, yeah, start off with four hits of health instead of three. Mm. Um, if you pack a punch your gun four times, um, it would increase the damage by 100%. So you get double tap that way. And if you had all four perks, you'd reload faster. So okay. that was the idea behind it. But, but all the other perks were kind of useless. Yeah. And the fact is, you still only had four perks. And it kind of lost a nostalgic feel to it. It didn't feel like um, Treyarch Zombies anymore. Yeah. I was just more or less talking about what are, what are the new features like have was the last COD uh, zombies actually cross gen or was uh, not cross no cross play or platform so zombies has usually you can level up but it has its own level progression system yeah. for XP um, but it also meant it was really slow to level up zombies but really fast level multiplayer and the other thing is the battle pass mainly originally you could only earn battle pass progression through multiplayer not through zombies and later on the zombies lifetime they said every if you played a zombie game a day then you would get a battle pass disc it, which is okay but for a big zombies community it really gets rid of all the incentive to play zombies did you have to so, pay for the dlc uh, the up uh, the new maps and stuff on the last one yes oh didn't know that um they had the black ops pass so they didn't have any dlc packs you had to buy a pass which contained everything in it and then everything was really staggered but there was not a single dlc pack as it were oh okay you had a multiplayer pack and a zombie map right okay um sort of differently so this time they're following the modern warfare structure and just get rid of all dlc completely and they're going to try to survive on the battle pass Mm. um one of the other things in this zombies game mode is your character you play as is the operators for multiplayer so normal path zombies operators just hate so i just hate cod having operators i just don't care well the new form of operators is different to black ops 3 and black ops 4 mm. the operators is just a skin nothing else doesn't add any anything else to it okay it, that's what just... i hate i hate having a having to pick a certain character in a game that gives me certain benefits it's yeah I'm not... so in this one is different it's completely different it, it's just, just what it looks like okay that's better than i i'm fine yeah. with that should we move on to the next one yeah <laughs> Uh, next topic, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, let's move to movies now. Mm. The new Borat trailer just dropped. Yeah, a big um, I've not seen the first one. <laughs> the first one's so... good. It was a very big movie, and this, because of how big it is, the new Borat trailer is basically uh, Borat goes back to America, but because of how famous the actual movie made Borat, uh, he has to go and disguise himself. So, Dan, do you want to point out some of the things that happened in that trailer? Um, I think... For me, the most interesting thing was the relation to this year of it being coronavirus and everything. Oh, well, it was filmed during it all. Yeah, yeah and they yeah. got quarantined and they just started smacking the walls. <laughs> we're trying to kill the virus. Yeah. It's kind of insane. But yeah, for <laughs> 14 years since the first one. It's the joke where he said, uh, have you ever put a baby in your daughter? Mm. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I think his oh. daughter's going to have a lot to play in it because, like, it, it is. It does seem like it. It seems like it's sort of the main part of the story. Well, I think it's because he's too famous for people to rec- Like, people recognize Borat if you go to America, and people recognize it because of just how big the film was. So that's why he's going into disguise, and so that he can basically do all of the crazy antics that he did in the first film and get people to say ridiculous shit that they wouldn't. Because the first film is basically he goes to America and gets americans to say some heinous stuff about like things that they wouldn't normally say but because you're you're just pursued by this dude who's just so charismatic and gets you to say anything that you wouldn't normally say so i think that his daughter is just going to be him and he's going to be his daughter's uh like weird un- like dad or uncle thing that just gets people to say shit that they wouldn't normally say and 
It looks quite good. I think when it comes out, and it's not. Yeah, that I want to watch it. It's not that long. Like close. No, it's this week, isn't it? Not this week. This month, sorry. Yeah, this month. But yeah, I think. I mean, depending, because Sasha Baron Cohen is quite good at his, what he does. So, well, following the movie news, mm-hmm. um, Guy Ritchie is going to be directing and writing the Gentleman TV show. Yep, a movie that came out at the beginning of the year, and I watched twice in cinemas before cinemas closed, and it's a really good movie for me, at least. Uh, and I'm sad that it happened to come out like. At the beginning, so that it kind of missed all of this, but it didn't do ultimately that great. But it's now on Amazon Prime, so if anyone's got Amazon Prime, please go and watch it because it's a really good film. If you like yeah. gangsters and suave characters and just interesting stories and topics about weed and all of this and like drug trades and it's all very interesting stuff. Yeah, I put them on watch list, so I haven't watched it yet, but I will do eventually. But yeah, I I I don't know. I think it's. I don't know if it's a because the movie ends quite openly but I don't know if it's continuation of the story or it's a the story but made for television is the thing that I could figure out yeah so it's gonna be the, a similar story then I was saying uh, well it's either gonna be the story that the movie tells but over the course of the TV series so maybe a bit longer with more intricacies maybe a different cast and stuff or it's a continuation of the movie but with new characters and stuff or even the existing characters because that movie is stacked with good cast it's got Corin, colin farrell mark uh, matthew mcconaughey colin farrell charlie hunnan yeah charlie hunnan henry gold henry golding and hugh grant yeah that's who i was thinking of hugh grant not colin <laughs> the, the other one yeah yeah apparently it grossed over 150 million dollars yeah isn't a lot is that just in america though uh possibly but it could be due to the pandemic see it came out before well yeah it came out very it came out in january so it was 150 million worldwide oh okay yeah that mm. but it's probably like I said, it came out released in january 2020 then yeah. pandemic happened yeah it basically came out just before all the pandemic shit hit so yeah it, it it was out for a while but it just it probably just got tanked a bit because of that unfortunately really Mm, but it's a really good movie. I think yeah. it, I think my mate said that it was similar to Snatch. So if anyone's watched Snatch, then which is another Guy Ritchie film, because Guy Ritchie's one of my favorite directors, just because he did the uh, Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. and he did the uh, Man from Uncle, which I quite enjoyed as well. And even that King Arthur Legend of the Sword thing that he did with um, Charlie Hunnam wasn't as terrible as everyone said it was. So yeah. I quite enjoyed. Also, it. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it had a score of seventy-five percent from critics and eighty-four percent from audience. Oh, so- Rotten Tomatoes is pointless, even if they are good reviews. I don't. I think it's usually a good indication if they're both positive. If the the critic one and the audience one is positive, then I, I would say it's genuinely a good film. Yeah. To watch. But even then, I I just don't take Rotten Tomatoes as anything. No. And IMBD got it at seven point nine out of ten. Yeah, it's a pretty solid film. Yeah, definitely worth watching. Mm, but I will watch it. Another eventually. film that I enjoyed that's getting a new movie, thankfully, is Tomb Raider, which yep. is potentially going to start filming in 2021 sometime. Is That's all we know, really. Is... Yeah, that's nothing else, really. Yeah, but um, I really enjoyed the first Tomb Raider movie. And a lot of people seem to think that because it's a video game movie and video game movies tend to suck, that Tomb Raider suck. But no, I quite enjoyed it. And also, uh, but I'm again, I'm one of the people who kind of like to... Um, the Assassin's Creed movie as well. I never got round to watching Warcraft. I thought Sonic was alright. I, I tend to like uh, video game movies, but they're just not... They, they they struggle with it because mainly it's... Well, you want to be playing it, not watching it, essentially. Yeah. But um, then again, Spider-Man, you could claim as a video game movie if you really wanted because there's a video game. Yeah, Spider-Man. technically, but it's more of a comic movie. It came yeah, out yeah, as comic yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, apparently, yeah. The original film had middle reviews and it was underperformed. Everyone yeah. expects it to fail because it's a video game movie. But uh, it, it's... Apparently, it was supposed to start filming this year, um, but it got delayed to COVID-19. Yeah, I was worried because I wanted it to get a sequel. Because it's basically, if you've ever played the uh, rebooted Tomb Raider like from 2014, it's basically the first game of that, but just in cinematic form. With a few mi- uh, couple changes to it, just so it's a bit more streamlined for a movie. But I really enjoyed the rebooted Tomb Raider games. They're like some of my favorite games of the last couple years and I enjoyed the movie as well. I'm just I'm just liking a lot of Tomb Raider stuff that they're doing at the moment. So to have a new Tomb Raider game is quite a nice thing for me. Yeah. Apparently the film was initially supposed to be released on March 19th, 2021. So apparently the timetable is shifting by a year. So it should come out around March 2022, hopefully, uh, if I'm the cu- pandemic doesn't get worse. <laughs> curious if they'll take, um, because they took so many heavy cues and like set pieces from from the uh, first rebooted Tomb Raider game from 2014. I wonder if they'll do uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider storyline. Because that one I enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, even though they took out a couple... Of, well, because they changed a couple... Because the, they got rid of a couple of the characters from the first game and stuff in the movie. Uh, I wonder if they'll start adding back characters now that they can expand the universe a bit more. I liked a lot of the characters from the game. But they took away some of them just to streamline it for the movie. Because there's like six uh, characters that you hang out with uh, throughout the story of the first game and then in subsequent games they kind of remove most of them because of reasons uh, i won't mm. spoil it for anyone who hasn't played the games but you should definitely you, idea. <laughs> you should definitely go and play the games even if just because they're they're just fun they're like the they're, they're they're similar to the uncharted games if people have played the uncharted games but they're um a bit more my taste for the than the Uncharted games because I tried to play the Uncharted games and I've worked my way through and I enjoy the Uncharted games but I just I've completed all of the Tomb Raider games I've 100%ed the um, Rise of Tomb Raider I got very very close to completing the first Tomb Raider game um, and the third one I enjoyed quite a bit but I never got I just lost time to be able to finish the uh, Tomb Raider so but I, I think they're very good games well talk about films getting delayed uh, James Bond has just been delayed again yep inevitable which means so many other films because Wonder Woman got pushed back to December of this year and I think that's pushing it dramatically because I think I think it's December 25th Wonder Woman and I would be skeptical of that I think I generally think I think it is uh, December twenty fifth uh, is the new release date for Wonder Woman. I think December twenty fifth. Yeah, I think. On Christmas. Yep. I is think, it? Yeah, I I'm pretty sure. Let me just double check. Wonder Woman. A bit mad as open on Christmas Day. Release date. It, yeah, December twenty fifth. Wonder Woman 1984 has been delayed again with the film now set to be released on the December 25th, 2020. Yes, that's right, Christmas Day. That's so weird. Why is it on Christmas Day? Who's opening Christmas Day? I don't know. That's, that's such a dumb time to do it. But yeah, so I think Bond has been delayed now by an entire year but i think that's also pushed back um the fast and furious movie which has now moved its release date so it doesn't have to compete against james bond uh to i think april now uh no june uh bond is on the 2nd of april yeah and it's now in range of black widow which is now april 9th I think Black Widow is. I think the biggest problem of all this is that it's going to bankrupt cinemas. Oh, yeah. the Well, cinemas may not survive until 2021, which is quite funny because 2021 is going to be the biggest year for movies. <laughs> so, I mean, unless everyone was online, which I could... Well, they've not had much success because the earlier reports with... for um, Mulan were pretty good, but then it was revealed that they weren't as good as they were stating. 
Yeah, so I think it's now moved to, uh, uh, going back to Fast and Furious, is now May 7th, which, uh, 2021, from what I can see on this. Wyatt Place 2 has been moved to April 23rd, 2021. Top Gun Maverick is on July 2nd, 2021. And yeah, they're pushing back a lot of films just to fit in. But you're going to have so many movies that come out in 2021, and it's going to be a popularity contest, basically. It's just going to be a shit show unless you can go see everything. There were some rumours, actually, that Henry Cavill was going to replace Daniel Craig. Yeah, I don't know how much I... I I wouldn't be... Henry Cavill, American. No, he's British. Is he? Yeah, because he's. Uh, it's it's the weird thing in Hollywood where Henry Cavill is British, Christian Bale is Scot- uh, Welsh. So they had a Batman and a Superman that were British and Welsh, but were mainly known as the uh, most American superheroes. But yeah, Henry, Henry Cavill was is, from Germany. Yeah, it's it's a. It's a weird thing, but yeah, Henry Cavill is British, which is why he plays Sherlock Holmes in Nola Holmes. Yeah, I was a bit confused by it, so I was like, what? Yeah, he doesn't, because he's just basically a Hollywood boy now at the moment, so he's just got the American, but it's uh, the same thing with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, British, but plays an American. We're just very good at Americans. Yeah, so talk about superheroes, talk about that long enough. Uh, We've got our next topic, which is the Super News Roundup. Yeah, more superhero talk. (laughs) <laughs> basically superheroes because there's so much talk about it let's put it in a section yep um, start off with She-Hulk as just being cast mm-hmm. as Tatiana Malzalani I think yep. is the new is who's gonna be there I don't I think I've seen her in like one thing but that's about it but I know she's in something very famous she was an Emmy winning actress yeah, and has been cast as She-Hulk. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember what she's been in that makes me. Uh, she was in BBC's America TV show Orphan Black. That's it, because that's another. That's a Netflix thing that was very popular. But I never watched Orphan is the New Black or whatever it was. But yeah, I think that's where I know her face from. But that's about it, really. Yeah. How do you think the sort of origin story is going to be for that? Do you reckon they're going to have Mark Ruffalo in there? Uh, he's confirmed. I'm pretty sure to be in it because she's basically his cousin, uh, Bruce Banner's cousin, and then Bruce Banner does a uh, blood transfusion with her. But I think the reason why they're doing it now is because it's Smart Hulk or whatever it is now in the MCU. Professor Hulk. Yeah, Professor Hulk. So there's not going to be the rage side of the blood anymore. So it will be easier to do a blood transfusion and then just get her. Because in the comics, it, she can switch, but uh, she's permanently stuck as the green uh, lady. Yeah, as, green uh, She-Hulk. Yeah, She-Hulk. But she's got the intelligence still and everything. So I'm guessing now that we've got Professor Hulk, we'll just get some sort of variation where she can still, like that's the explanation as to why she's permanently She-Hulk all the time if they go that route i don't even know if they'll change it so that she can not be because i'm not sure how they'll do this because she's not as tall as the hulk but she's taller than an average person i don't know if it's just going to be the hobbit or the lord of the rings thing where they just change the perspective to make it look like she's taller than everyone else Mm. uh or they'll just paint a green basically and she'll just get shredded i wonder how much cgi they're actually going to apply to the character to make so disney have also announced what disney marvel have announced that there is a fantastic four movie coming up and she hulk had actually have does actually have some history with fantastic four mm. so could might, might they bring she hulk into fantastic four film i don't think they'd bring she hulk into a fantastic four film no i don't think that's a thing 
that they do, really. I think, if anything, they'd bring... Well, the sad reality of it was that they'd probably have brought Black Panther into the Fantastic Four movie, because Black Panther's first introduction is through the Fantastic Four. So it would have been a kind of nice way to switch that if they brought the Fantastic Four in through Black Panther. But sadly, we may not get that due to yeah. the tragic passing of Chad Boseman. Very sad. Yeah. Um, I mean... Talk about people getting cast. Um, Ms. Marvel, which is cast as well. Yep. I wonder um, if they'll bring Brie Larson in, because with Miss Marvel, she gets some of her powers. Oh, no, wait. I'm thinking of Rogue. No, it's Miss Marvel is a fan of Captain Marvel, I think. Yeah. Um, so I guess you could do it that way. I think Rogue's the one who gets all the superpowers, some of the superpowers from Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, so the actress is called Iman Balani. I probably butchered that name. Yeah, I have no idea who this person is. I'm guessing it's uh, a relatively new person. Well, she's only 18 years old, which means that she's pretty much just come out of being a child actor. I mean, I have no problems with it. I'd have yeah. to, I have to see a trailer of before I start passing judgment or anything on her. I don't know what how her acting... But she's got to be somewhat good because she's been cast in a Marvel thing and they're pretty litigious in how they cast things. But she, from what I can see, she looks alright to fit the character. And the most important thing is she's probably Muslim. Well, I think it's Muslim. Well, the character is a Muslim character. Yeah, so... Um, so the actual character is American-Pakistani um, origin. And she looks like she fits the character. I don't have much good. more to say until they release set photos... Yeah. or bring out a trailer. It's more Marvel, more stuff that Disney can shove down our throats. And... The only thing I would say is the Miss Marvel character in the Avengers game got a lot of hate. I thought a lot of... No, I saw a lot of love and stuff. I thought people were saying in the Avengers game that she was one of the best parts. Well, I only saw the reviews after the beta, so that might have changed from the beta to the actual full game. I think a lot of people were just pissed that they had to play as a woman for most of <laughs> Yeah, probably the truth of it. I wouldn't take most of the criticism of that. There, there are criticisms of that game, but even I have some, and I'm generally one of the people who is more lenient towards it. Like, the game's got very long load times and stuff. It's uh, just a lot of the same areas, really. But it's it's fun. I think it's just going to continue to evolve if they put the effort in. And it's made by the people who made the Tomb Raider games and the uh, Deus Ex games. So, two developers that I trust quite well to do more with it. I think people are just kind of annoyed that the characters don't look like the Avengers in the movies, but that's a licensing fee issue and it would cost them way more to pay for Robert Downey Jr juniors likeness than it would to actually cost to make the game yeah or it'd be a very significant portion of the budget so tough shit get over it it's not that big a deal yeah well you onto the final for most of the game onto the final disney plus topic they've just announced a nick fury tv show and it's going to have samuel jackson as a lead role i'm curious about this because i don't know whether or not they'll do de-aging that they did in captain marvel or they'll do flashbacks and have a younger actor play nick fury in like previous things or if they're going to try and have a 70 year old plus man do action sequences I feel like it's going to be a continuation from Spider-Man Far From Home because at the end of that film Nick Fury is on a spaceship but of oh, what's that called the green aliens Cree. no the green aliens yeah the, uh, uh, fuck what are they called <laughs> the shapeshifter ones wherever they are yeah, yeah he's, on, he's on a spaceship full of them and then it just sort of kind of ends it's like what so they could do a TV show continue on with that story because it seems to be there's something happening there yeah but I think it's cool I think Nick Fury is actually one of my favourite characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah, I'd like to see more of Nick Fury do stuff. So I would be, I would be more than happy to get a TV show, and I would probably definitely watch that one. I think I'll be, I'm more excited for this one than any of the other ones they've announced. Nah, 
Yeah, see, I, I'm looking forward to uh, the Loki one. I'm looking forward to Moon Knight. Moon Knight is one that I'm really looking forward to because Moon Knight is a very obscure character and it's basically a guy who praises the sun, not the sun, the moon, and got schizophrenia. So he's got basically crazy and he believes he follows the moon and the moon is actually like a god who's telling him what to do. And he's basically dressed as Batman, but in white. I'm pretty good, And the rumor is that it might be Shia LaBeouf to play him. Oh, yeah. That is interesting. But I don't know how true that is. But I'd be um, very interested and I really want to see it because it's basically just a psychopath going around claiming that the moon's telling him what to do. And also he's um, got ties to Spider-Man and stuff. So. And Daredevil. So Benedict Cumberbatch has just announced that the Multiverse of the Madness is about to start shooting soon. Yeah, I'm and looking forward to that. it's just gone into pre-production. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because with the WandaVision TV show, apparently that's meant to tie into Doctor Strange because Elizabeth Olsen is meant to be in Doctor Strange 2. So I'd be curious to see how those two tie into each other. Yeah, and also the WandaVision show, I'm still curious to how visions are there or what is it? Is it in her mind or something? It's not been revealed yet, but it's potentially because she has the ability in the comics to change reality and things. So it's speculated that she's ripped a hole and gone to a different dimension where Vision is still alive, potentially. Or she's creating the illusion that he's still alive and she's going slowly insane. Or she's being uh, controlled by someone else to do all of these things. Very so, interesting idea. Yeah. Well, that's the benefit to Marvel and stuff. They've got this ability to just change genre, basically. Scrolls. Yeah. Scrolls is what they're called. Ah, scrolls, that's it. God, that took me way too long to realize that I had missed the Google tab that went, Captain Marvel, what are these things? And then it was just scroll. And I was like, scroll down? Okay. <laughs> so let's move on mm-hmm. to um, the next big topic, which we're calling the big one. And which... spoiler alert, is Marvel themed again? Yeah, sadly, it was too big a topic that I thought to put into the small news roundup. The big one is uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro is potentially returning for Tom Holland's, not Andrew Garfield's. Spider-Man 3, which has led a lot of people to speculate that they're gonna do a live-action Spider-Verse because from what we've seen, Morbius, which is the Jared Leto vampire movie, has uh, Adrian Toomes, which is Michael Keaton's vulture in it, which is also tied into the potential for Venom, and Venom is potentially also tied into those universes, which means that either Sony is going, and Sony and Marvel are going for the Sinister Six movie that Sony has desperately want to do for years but has never been able to get off the ground because they mishandled it quite severely but with the success of the spider-man into the spider-verse the animated one that did really well and is really highly critically acclaimed and one of my favorite animated movies of all time they're looking into maybe doing it with the live action versions so we get toby Maguire back we get andrew garfield back we get tom holland we get maybe even tie-ins to the animated versions because at the end of venom there's a tie-in end credit sequence where they played some of the parts of the spider-verse movie and it's basically the it begins with in another universe so they even laid the groundwork for that in Venom which is interesting also Jamie Foxx did release fan art of three Spider-Mans which is very interesting um, there's also been other rumours about it for a while um, there's been rumours about Tom Holland and Toby Maguire and Andrew and Andrew Garfield all talking about potentially and they've all said it's potentially possible yeah see I really want Andrew Garfield back because I liked Andrew um, Garfield there's been a lot of um, teasers about it what film was it at the end of the film Spider-Man well, was Spider-Man it was in the Morbius trailer yeah in the Morbius trailer with uh, Adrian Toomes, Michael Keaton's vulture. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think it's quite likely, and I reckon it is. Well, Sony's wanted to do a Sinister Six movie for ages, so I don't know if... Because Jamie Foxx said that his character design would be different from... <laughs> 
his Amazing Spider-Man one. So, but they have got precedent to just take characters from the other movies and just dump them into uh, the Marvel one because J. Jonah Jameson is in the Amazing, uh, the Andrew, uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films, but then they just put him at the end of uh, Far From Home. So did you say this Spider-Man film was actually part of the Andrew Garfield series? Which one? This new Spider-Man 3 film, the multiverse one. No, it's Tom Holland. It's Tom Holland's one. Yeah, so it's Tom Holland's Spider-Man 3, which is rumoured to have home in its title again. Stupidest naming convention ever but yeah it's not it's not it's not it's not a it's not an andrew garfield's amazing spider-man 3 it's tom holland's spider-man electro from andrew garfield's spider-man 2 in spider-man 3 what happened to electro in amazing spider-man 2 i think he died i thought he died he gets exploded because he gets too much electricity i think it's been a while since i've seen that film and it's they, a terrible film <laughs> i don't hate it i think it's not great but i don't hate that movie universe i think andrew garfield's pretty Pretty much one of the best versions of Spider-Man that they've had. He just got done dirty in terms of a terrible sort of plot because it revolves yeah. way too much around spy parents and a lot of bollocks with trains and they put way too many villains in yeah. and then they end on a clip from the trailer where it's just Rhino is basically battling Spider-Man but then they just cut and that's the end of the movie and it's it's one of the things I hate the most where they just show something in the trailer and that's the end of the movie. Yeah, it's, it's literally the dumbest thing ever. It's like, oh yeah, so it's probably since six but then uh nothing happens also the greatest thing in that movie is there's just a basement in Oscorp where they have all of the suits for all of the sinister six members yeah like like it's almost as bad as justice league's powerpoint presentation of all the superheroes and what order of their movies is gonna be which then sadly got changed because justice league dawn of justice i mean strange film as well what one Uh, the doctor strange film madness multiverse of madness yeah like at the end of that film they could show tom holland's spider man going through a portal or something I don't know what well yeah we almost never got that's the thing we almost never got this film because the Sony Disney partnership thing fell apart real quick like last year and then it was just a mad like after the success of the Far From Home making a billion which is Sony's most successful movie that Disney wanted a bigger cut of the film uh, profit and stuff so I, I sided with Sony on this because it's yeah, I did too because I, I don't think Disney should make w- more money from these things because they did kind of help save Spider-Man a bit but they also don't need more money and well then they didn't make the film Sony did no uh, Sony paid for everything well yeah okay but, like, but you know Disney mean, like... produced it I'm pretty sure I can't remember what the details of the deal that they had originally were I know they've changed it now so I think Disney gets like five percent more and has him for two more movies spider-man 3 and then a potential avengers movie but then i think after that unless disney works with sony again spider-man just splits off and goes to sony and then sony can play around with him in his own universe essentially so i'm guessing they're setting well it groundwork I'm, I'm guessing they're set the disney and stuff are setting the groundwork so that they can sort of have a reason as to why spider-man's not in the universe anymore he gets taken to the Andrew Garfield one or the Tobey Maguire one or they just split off into a new universe where Tom Holland can't get back and until Disney works out a deal with them again. But you wanted to say something? Uh, I was going to say, potentially if this film does work out well they could almost bring back Andrew Garfield. Yeah, that's what I want. They should 100% bring back Andrew Garfield because he's, I'd say he's even a better Spider-Man than um, Tom Holland. 
Tom Holland's the best all-rounder, because I never really yeah. liked Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. I thought he was a decent Peter Parker, because he was just nerdy and everyone hated him and he just got bullied like crap. But I didn't really like his Spider-Man. Yeah, I Andrew Garfield was a very good Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was a very good Spider-Man. Bit too cool to be Peter Parker. Bit too, like, hipster dude. But I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't hate it. I like it. I think his chemistry with uh, Emma Watson was really, really good. And I like that storyline relationship. I thought Lizard was an alright first villain. I thought Harry Osborn was kind of bad. Like, it just didn't need to be in that film. Electro, his whole motivation is people don't remember who he is. It's kind of a weak thread line and somehow falling into a vat of electric eels gives you super villain powers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a mess. I generally still believe Sony only hired the dude who made it is because his name has Webb at the end of it. <laughs> Pretty uh, funny thing to do, isn't it? I think it's Mark Webb who directed the Amazing Spider-Man movies. How weird would it be if they had the live action one, but then it also had the cartoons in the live action one? That's what I want, because at the end of the Spider-Man movie, spoilers, there's a end credit scene with a Spider-Man from the future in it, voiced by Oscar Isaac, and he goes back in time, and you know the, have you seen the meme where it's Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man, and it's from like the 1960s, or whatever it is, like there's a comic book panel, and it's just Spider-Man. Oh pointing. yeah, I know that meme, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically, he goes back to that scene, and it's just his character's pointing at the other Spider-Man, just going, who are you? What are you doing? And it's just that. And it's like a tease for the next movie where they bring all of the Spider-Man from the cartoon thing together. I, I, I'm i curious to see what they do with Venom because they've got to bring in Venom and everything because at the end of Venom, they have a in another universe and then it cuts to a scene from Spider-Verse. So they, they have already laid the groundwork if they bring Venom into it to bring the cartoon characters into other realities and they could just do a Roger Rabbit situation or like a Sonic thing where you have like the cartoon characters just interacting with the real world or you, you have a short segment where they travel to the uh, animated world. So yeah, I found, I found some key release dates for Marvel. Mm -hmm. uh, so Black Widow is 20 May, Shang-Chi is July, Eternals is November. Wait, is that America mm -hmm. or? Because I'm pretty sure uh, Black Widow is April 7th. It might be. It could potentially be American. Is May before April? No, April's before May. Yeah, then I think America would get it later. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, at the minute, it's um, off-screen rent right now. So it says, Black Widow is May, Shang-Chi is July, Eternals is November, Morbius is March, Venom is June, and then Spider-Man 3 is December. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure what's happening to Star Wars films. There could be a Star Wars film coming out at that time. They've delayed Star Wars because they delayed yeah. uh, Avatar, and Avatar is going to be before a year before Star Wars. So if they delay Avatar, they'll delay Star Wars. So there's currently six Marvel films coming out next, six. next year. Three from film as a Sony film. It's, it's under. I don't think Spider-Man's coming out next year, is it? Uh, that's what it says right here. I don't know the truth of it is, but... I, I think you might have a out-of-date... It could be. Well, they you, no, every... this was 11 hours ago. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, I remember... Uh, see? Yeah, I'm, I don't know, because I've seen Black Widow is release date of 2021. So, uh, April. Yeah, April. Well, they might just push it back another month, because James Bond coming out the same week. Wikipedia Phase 4, let's have a look. Black Widow is, yeah, May 7th, 2021. Shang-Chi is July 9th. Eternals is November 5th. Untitled Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, you're right. 
December 17th, 2021. For Love and Thunder is February 11th, and Doctor Strange is March 25th, 2022. Those are the ones that have been announced. Well, they're the ones that are, like, currently close. Yeah, uh, they're the ones that are confirmed until Cuba moves them. Because the problem with Marvel is if you move back one, you basically have to move back everything. Winter S- uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, their TV series, was meant to release this year in October. It had to basically be pushed back due to corona stuff and is now suspected to come out into march 2020 and loki is meant to come out in 2021 their animated what if series is also going to come out in 2021 hawkeye is meant to come out in 2022 miss marvel is set for 2022 moon knight is set for 2022 and she hulk is set for 2022 and that all can move because of delays in production schedules and everything it's a interesting time to be a marvel fan because it's now the longest time between Marvel movies since 2009 since a Marvel movie has released and that's just going to get longer and longer but I think that's a good thing because it's going to kind of give people a revigoration of like energy to go see more more superhero movies yeah because I think I feel like after Far From Home that it it, it feels like that period has ended Marvel films yeah I don't think they're going to be as big of no I, I feel like it's, it's gonna ramp up again so it's it's gonna start off like how iron man was yeah and thor and Bridget, it's, it's gonna start like that again it's gonna slowly rise up my only, i mean if you, my only... if you look at the list i mean black widow isn't really a origin story or a sequel it's just a story it's in between civil war and infinity war i think from what I've yeah I'm, I'm not classing black widow as a sequel because it's, it's not really it's, it's, it's not a sequel to original film it's just it's a separate story away from everything else no but they're sort of setting up to have potentially a new black widow come into the universe uh, in the sister yeah from the trailers played by Florence Pugh I think mm. I think her name but I feel like you could jump in at that point you don't have to know anything about Black, Wid- Black Widow beforehand no I mean if you've seen any of the other movies you know who it's the Eternals and Shang-Chi that are going to be the, the hardest yeah. sells because although they've got star cast the Eternals is pretty it's, it's kind of like a Guardians of the Galaxy situation where they don't have the biggest comic book following and to the general audience they're just going to be kind of whatever and if the movie movie's not good then it's just gonna kind of go by the wayside i think like the potential of what the guardians of the galaxy could have been if the guardians of the galaxy wasn't a good movie i feel like a marvel cinematic universe are very good at doing introductory stories to these random superheroes that no one's ever heard of before yeah like before 2008 no one knew who iron man was no one knew captain america was no one knew who thor was well people knew who they were but they were they were c-list marvel brought them into the a-list yeah they're very good at it I think Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't even hear of Guardians of the Galaxy before. I'd I've never seen them. anything about it. I'd heard of them, but I'd never, I never. I don't read comics, but I'd heard of them before. Like Guardians, they were very, very small. They were like D-list or E-list superheroes, comic book-wise. But Marvel sort of brought them up to the forefront, and now they're selling out pretty good comic book-wise and stuff like that. I think they're going to have a hard sell on Shang-Chi and the Eternals, because they're not known properties. Like Black Panther 2, as sad as it's going to be that they might not do it, would have brought in a lot of money. Um, Captain Marvel 2 will bring in a lot of money. 4 will bring in a lot of money. Doctor Strange will bring in a lot of money. All of these like big movies that they have, they've got to now kind of be behind two films that people may not go see, mm-hmm. which is an interesting thing. Because there's been this lull in time, Black Widow has now got to bring everyone back to get everyone sort of hyped again to go see a Marvel movie. And that's a lot of pressure on one movie that is also their biggest female character as much as Captain Marvel would like to claim it is. It's, it's, it's Black Widow is 
there from the start, basically, since Iron Man 2, and has been there, and has been so shittily pissed on by Marvel for not giving her a movie before Captain Marvel, which I, I find annoying. They kind of wanted to parade Captain Marvel as their first female superhero as a standalone, and I'm just kind of like, but you had Black Widow. Yeah, so that's not really, though, is it? Let's be honest. What? That's no, not really the first <laughs> superhero, is it? First female one. No, I know, but it's in terms of getting a solo movie from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they went Captain Marvel when they could have gone Black Widow and given Black Widow a movie like all the others, like for Captain America. They should have done that. Yeah, I think at the time... If they did that, there'd been a lot less hate for it. No, it was, uh, I think it was a complicated thing because at the time of when Marvel was owned, they had a the person who made all of the decisions was kind of a sexist. Uh, not Kevin Feige. <laughs> Brilliant. Not Kevin Feige, but the reason why you didn't get Black Widow toys and stuff is because he said that they wouldn't sell and he was in charge of merchandising and stuff like that and he wouldn't. He didn't want a, um, a Black Widow film because women don't sell movies and all of that stuff. But Kevin Feige basically sidestepped him and went straight to Marvel. Uh, Disney to get a pre-approval so that he could do most of the decision making after like the success of what he did so that's why you get like a Captain Marvel and you get a Black Widow now in the past you couldn't get one so I understand why we didn't get one but I'm kind of like well now you can make them I'm a bit annoyed that also that the positioning of Black Widow is kind of a weird one because if they put Black Widow between Infinity War and Endgame you would have probably cared a bit more if she died yeah because now you're just coming back and she's got a movie so you're like oh well it doesn't matter it's all whoop to do and i know it's set between civil war and infinity war but it's kind of like well there's no stakes we know she lives to infinity war and then she dies in endgame so there's no real stakes basically in this movie so it's got to pull a lot of weight to be good and it looks good i am worried about it it's kind of a dirty thing to do to her if you parade her as this uh symbol of feminism and then just have it be a middling movie where she dies in the next two if you put it in order also i keep forgetting that uh sam raimi is set to direct doctor strange which is a really good choice and well. leads more credit to uh having toby Maguire come back as spider-man for a spider-verse movie because sam yeah. raimi did this toby Maguire ones and i'm sure spider-man's he- appearing in Film. <laughs> hmm? Toby Maguire's appearing in that film. Probably. If they if they did it, they could they could definitely have a teaser of the Far From Home sequel in the December lineup, and then in March you'd get to see the full thing play out, I guess. Shall we move on to the next topic? Weird, wacky, wonderful world section. Yeah, where so we, this like, where we discuss oh. about some of the weirdest stuff that we've seen online. Could be from the past, could be from the current day. But what do you have, Dan? So uh I've got two topics. The very first one is police have seized more than 320,000 used condoms uh, in Vietnam. So they've been sold illegally and they've been using wooden dildos to reshape and wash the old condoms. And a woman received a 13p for every kilogram of condoms you donated. That's gross. <laughs> really, really bad. <laughs> what were they? Were they just selling them as non-used condoms then? Yeah, selling them as new. Yeah. Ah. It's just really grim. Um, What topic have you got? I have Mountain Dew, the Dewgarita, which is a collaboration between Mountain Dew and Red Lobster in America to make a margarita, but with Mountain Dew. And it's called the Dewgarita. (laughs) And it um... looks as disgusting as it sounds. It's a alcoholic Mountain Dew drink that PepsiCo and Red Lobster 
I think of, I'm guessing, a seafood restaurant in America, uh, have decided to collaborate and make a, a margarita that's got Mountain Dew in it. And it's got the grossest looking thing in the world. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've got. Um, I've also got another topic. Nixon sandwich for 60 years. A what? A man has kept Richard Nixon's sandwich for 60 years. Good for him. <laughs> I mean, why not? Um, Richard Nixon ate half a sandwich and the man looked around and thought, if no one else is going to take it, I'll take it home. Does he have the security footage, though, to prove that he is actually taken Nick? Uh... Probably not, but it's kind of a mad thing <laughs> to say anyway. Yeah, but people are crazy, Dan. Does he have Richard Nixon's DNA? Is it Richard Nixon? It was Richard Nixon, right? Yeah, Richard, Richard Nixon, Nixon's yeah. DNA on that sandwich to prove that it was Richard. Nixon. I mean, potentially you could swab it. Also, it's Richard Nixon the one who got shot in the head. No, that was JFK. Oh, which was what did Richard Nixon do? Was he the one who got impeached? Yeah. Ah, was this before his impeachment? Yes, as referred to. Yeah, he wasn't very dodgy dodgy man my other one is vin diesel of marvel grouped fame uh has released an owl uh, a single what? <laughs> and it's called feel like i do and it's kind of bad i'm not surprised but uh yeah it debuted on the kelly clarkson show and the video it goes along with is basically the audience for kelly clarkson's show is basically on tvs that are standing up diagonal like straight up uh, and it's just a bunch of audience members on tvs dancing to vin diesel's music i mean it's not the worst song in the world but you wouldn't take vin diesel as a singer sadly no. you can kind of see why he's not a singer in this but it's not the worst song in the world but yeah the the video that of him like it on the on the show is just basically a bunch of old uh, like older people sort of just sort of awkwardly dancing on tv screens and it's just kind of a weird weird thing to watch i mean it sounds weird yeah i recommend people go and watch it because <laughs> i'll go watch after this but it's also the fact that he introduces it as because there's a short video clip before people start dancing um of him introducing it and being proud of it but it looks like he's just finished it because he's standing next to his microphone where he probably recorded it and he's just doing all this like he's got like headphones on and he's just kind of like standing there just talking about it as if he's pretty much just finished recording the song which just seems even weirder to do in the first place because he's not like ah it's just weird but that's that's it that's all i had for this we'll round it wow, up that was an interesting one mm. um shall we go let's on? move on to the uh, final section of the uh, recent activity roundup what have you been up to so following last week um, you told me to watch The Boys, and I have now seen The Boys season one. Good, good. What you think? Um, I think it's a very good show. Very interesting. And Wait. I think there's a lot of good topics in that film. Um, film. Especially to do with, like, TV show. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a film we'll be talking about later. But... Yeah. Um, there's, I think, a lot of good topics about it, about um, sort of rapism and sexual assault on women. Yeah. I think that's very good. <laughs> you think sexual assault? <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's good they're talking about it. Uh-huh. And they, they highlight it. Uh, well, you need to definitely watch season two by next uh, week, so tv show we need to definitely oh yeah i would do i would do because yeah. i'm i would watch it today but i'm busy doing something else yeah it's definitely worth. yeah i like i think on me to me it's on about the same level as umbrella academy i haven't watched i know you haven't it. seen it yeah but it has it, it's very similar sort of theme behind it. it's like a bit a bit gory a bit weird Mm. It's strange, and then you've also kind of got a similar kind of music tracks that go with it. Yeah, I think it's a very good TV show put together. Mm, I definitely would recommend it to people. It's very good, definitely eighteen plus. Mm. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, season two, you'll definitely need that eighteen plus rating. Oh my goodness me! What have I let myself into? Mm. But yeah, the other thing that I watched, and I know you watched because I made you watch it, is Enola Holmes. 
the, yeah. the female Sherlock Holmes movie. What did you think of it, Dan? A bit random. I think it's a bit weird. I didn't know I know Holmes was a character. Ever. Well, she's not a character from Sherlock Holmes as writer. Arthur Conan Doyle, is that who wrote Sherlock Holmes? Sounds Double check that. But yeah, I think it's made that the Enola Holmes is a different writer and also this film got sued by the estate of uh, I think Arthur, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle I'm surprised because well they sue everyone because it's Arthur, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle didn't have kids so it's just basically relatives of his estate basically so it's just every time that they run out of money they sue someone who does anything because Sherlock Holmes is I think public property at this point I'm pretty sure I can't remember off the top of my yeah. head so I think every time they need money they sue the people making any think about it so that they can get money is what i heard yeah. but yeah i i didn't hate this movie i thought this movie kind of had a mixed message in terms of in female empowerment because whilst she is very good at what she does they still fall into the stupid trap of having a romantic subplot that doesn't need to be there with that other kid i was not worried about that but at the end of it they kind of did step away from that yeah that, that's why that's why i didn't think it was relevant to begin with i think if they'd made it like not a a like a would they won't they sort of thing it would have been better it should have just been that from the beginning but they still had to do the whole oh i'll go back and save him because of reasons that they don't actually give but you know it's because she sort of likes him because he's pretty and he does the whole i won't leave you go it's like uh well in the in the film they explained it the reason why she went back uh, was to do with the goat. Uh, she saved the goat because it was fragile and it needed help. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I get he... why they did it, but they also did it because it's a boy. Yeah. However, on Devil's Advocate of that, um, yes, go on. A lot of the because that's how it was back in those days, and that's kind yeah, of yeah, cool. yeah. I, I know the setting and everything. It. So I feel like to have that kind of love interest is also sort of needed to emphasize that because I think uh, Mycroft near the end said, "Oh, she should marry him." Yeah. Whereas she doesn't want it. She, she says she wants to be her own person, do her own thing, be, be a detective. Yeah, I like that bit. I just thought the whole middling bit in the middle where it was just, yeah, but, will they, won't they, where... Uh, yeah, that, I'd, I'd I, agree. I, That's, I, that was I, a bit I, that annoyed me. Yeah, I think I think if they just didn't have that middling bit and she just knew she didn't want to be with him, but she did it out of duty to save it like the goat thing, that would have been clearer. But it's the fact that they tried to do both, where they tried to do will they, won't they, but she does it because it's not because he's a boy, but because he's a goat, and they try and save the goat. But I thought it was alright. It's a Netflix movie, and Netflix movies are pretty just average on general. I think it was a very good film put together. No, no storyline, you mean like just the film itself, like the graphics and... Yeah, yeah, I like the where they're doing everything. I like Helena Bonacardo as the mum. She's good. Yeah. I thought Henry Cavill did all right for the minimum amount of effort he had to put into that film. He's <laughs> literally done nothing. Yeah, I thought if they do a sequel, it'd be nice to see them team up. I was kind of hoping for that. Yeah, I was hoping for that, but I guess they don't want to have her under the shadow of Sherlock Holmes. They need to make... I, uh, yeah. That's I, the only sort of thing. Because but... the whole point of that film is like female empowerment. Yeah. It's set during the time of the reformation film. Reformation, what? Whatever the suffragettes thing is, where they yeah that era, that era. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I, I thought it was a good film. I, I um what the setting was of the film, like time frame. But I wondered if they were going to bring up the time when that woman threw herself in front of a horse. I don't remember her name. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. <laughs> I I don't remember that to be honest. But yeah, I thought all in all, it's a pretty good film. I'd say people should watch it. 
I thought the fourth wall breaking at the beginning was jarring. I slowly got into it more and yeah. more, but it still was a weird choice to me at least to do. But I guess it helps sort of explain some of the things that are going on. But I kind I, I kind of found it annoying at some points where it was just like, my name is Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes backwards is alone. Yeah, that bit's kind of weird. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't care, love. <laughs> it's just the bit I sort of liked was like, um, when it was explaining sort of oh, the, like the, the plan. puzzle stuff. Yeah, I like the puzzle thing or the plan where it's like at stage four or, or wait, no, five. Or I give up and it's like yeah. just flicks through. I liked all of that stuff. It was just kind of the... Uh, <laughs> it, it, it worked and it didn't work. I thought it was just an all right rounder. I'd like to see a sequel, see where they go with it. But if they don't, I'd be fine is, is my it, review. I think it, it worked. It feels like a complete story. It doesn't feel like it needs a sequel. Yeah, it doesn't need one, but if they did one, I'd probably go see it. I felt like if they did one, they would have to do the team-up between Sherlock and Nola Holmes. Yeah. Well, he's now her ward, so... Yeah, that's, that's what they could do. she rejected it, technically. He I mean, did. she's just hidden. <laughs> what was up with that rat pinecone thing? That was... Oh, I think it was just saying that it was pretend to be a dog <laughs> as a child. Yeah. Took it everywhere. That was a strange thing. But yeah, I think that's a good place to leave it for today. Yeah, so for the next following week, I'm going to watch The Boys Season 2. I will probably try and watch well, next week. The Devil in Time, starring Tom Holland and fucks his name from Twilight. Rupert, Robert Pattinson. Rupert? Robert, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Why, why did I say Rupert? Uh, Don't know. Yeah, he's all right, because I saw him in Tenant, and he's decent in Tenant, so I, I need to watch him in other stuff, because apparently from Twilight, he basically 180'd his career, and basically did a lot of indie stuff where he's actually good, so... <laughs> I, I make good films. Yeah, I need to watch some of them. So I'm going to start by watching uh, The Devil in Time, because it looks interesting, and it's like a religious cult sort of stuff. But yeah, that's what I'm going to try and watch by next week. If you want to follow us, hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, sacrifice a goat, you know, all of those things. Follow us. Don't follow us in real life, but follow us on this. And we'll see you next week. Dan, do you want to say anything before we go? Keep on listening, Peace. if you made it this far. I'm surprised, but it's a welcome one. Peace out, y'all. Bye-bye.